0: Welcome to the dialed End podcast. I'm your host, the official CRG. And today we are actually going to carry on our three part series on cannabis. Last week, we just covered the basics of cannabis and what it really is and what it produces. But this week, we are going to cover the different forms and types of cannabis plus some negative and positive effects. So, just a little history. Cannabis has been around for literally thousands of years. Um, it's been ingested and smoked by our ancestors and even used as medicines in some ancient cultures. You know, throughout that time, people have learned to make different forms of cannabis and found different ways to use it. One of my favorite ways, and a lot of people's favorite ways, actually is the bong. It's one of the most famous ways to smoke marijuana, having the first bong ever actually be found in an Ethiopian grave dating as far back as 1400 CE. And for people that don't know what CE is, CE is common era. For people who don't know what BCE is, that's like the time that Jesus walked and stuff like that. So throughout that time, humans have learned to turn the normal cannabis bud into many other forms, like hash, wax, regular bud or nugs, edibles, and even oil. So today I'm going to talk about each form on how they're made to how our bodies receive it and the positive and negative effects each one has on us. So to get right into it, the most basic form of cannabis is the NUG or bud itself. The bud contains the highest concentration of THC on the cannabis plant. Um, The plant produces the buds itself, which once the plant is ready, you harvest the buds and let them dry out. Uh, Most growers will trim the buds and then they're ready to be smoked. It all depends on the grow house. Some will keep the stems and the leaves and just sell it as a whole. Some will trim it and then give it to dispensaries or whoever they're selling it to. I will say uh, some positive effects of smoking cannabis or bud itself is that it can relieve chronic pain and nausea. People with epilepsy sometimes benefit from cannabis, and some studies show that THC and CBD actually slow down and sometimes stop cancer growth in some cancer patients. Um, so that's a really big study. There's not much to it. It's still being studied. Um, that's another thing that I'm going to talk about and you know, the next episode on why I think it should be federally legal, because if we have it federally legal, we now have all this science and studies that we can do to hopefully benefit you know, patients or people that really need it. But just like any, you know, anything, there's always negative effects. So some negative effects of cannabis are that it can heighten people's anxiety given to the wrong person. So somebody with too much anxiety when they smoke, they could go into instant panic attacks. Um, It can cause damage to the lungs, but that's kind of like anything you smoke, vape, cigarettes, you know, anything that you're putting into your body through smoking, it's going to, you know, damage the lungs a little bit. Our lungs aren't meant to be taken in smoke. Last but not least, there's something called cannabinoid hypomesis syndrome, uh, which is actually a condition that causes nausea, vomiting, and abdominal pain every time cannabis is used. So no matter if you hit a joint, blunt, bowl, ball, you just start feeling sick every time, and um, that could be a symptom of the cannabinoid syndrome of something that you have developed over either smoking too much or your body just not accepting cannabis. The next form of cannabis we'll talk about is hash. Hash mainly comes from the leaves and stems of the cannabis plant itself. It is then dried and pressed into large or small blocks and sold to smoke or use in food. However, hash has a much higher concentration of THC than the normal bud or nugs ranging from 5 to 15% of straight THC. So, you know, a lot of people um, who want that, you know, really big high or that high THC impact really do go for hash. Um, It's pretty expensive. You can find it in most dispensaries, but it is one of the strongest forms. So some positive effects of hash are feeling of well-being or happiness, deep relaxation, Um, increased sociability and a reduction in fear and behavioral inhibitions. So, you know, you have fear, you have a social problem talking to people, you know, you might smoke this and just that might let go. You might want to talk, uh, talk up a storm. You might want to do something you normally don't want to do. You might have a boost of confidence. So, you know, and that's normally cannabis in general, but since hash is such an increased THC level, that's more likely to happen while you take hash. But just like anything, like I said before, some negative effects of hash are a short-term disrupted learning and memory, or what I like to say is being way too fucking high. Like you'll get way too faded. You'll get way too high. You'll just either sink into the couch, you'll be stuck. Um, But some actual effects are like an increased heart rate, um, sometimes anxiety. Cannabis does tend to do that. Like I said, it's going to be with anything, any form we talk about. It can be. Uh, a heightened risk of anxiety if it's given to the wrong person. So just make sure with any, you know, form of marijuana or cannabis, make sure the person is doing their research, making sure they have it all down to a T, make sure they know what's best for them. But, you know, a really funny thing is you could probably go and ask any old person, any grandparent, and ask what hash is, and they'd probably laugh and say yes. Because, you know, a little history is that hash actually became really popular in the 1960s. And it's actually what started the very first hippie trail. So like hash was everywhere with the music. Everybody was out in the street smoking hash. You know, there was a big time for cannabis. So hash and the butt itself have been around for a really long time. And to older people, hash is what they know more of cannabis. So next, we'll actually talk about wax or dabs. Um, Wax or dabs are one of the most famous ways of getting high. Um... It is made by blasting plants material. So that'd be like the stems, anything grinded up, leaves with butane or any other solvent and extracting the THC into a gooey, highly concentrated resin. So then you let that resin sit and that material is then collected and distributed. So that is what turns into the wax and that gooey substance that you get in those little containers or those little, you know, sheets. Um, Wax is one of the most potent and popular methods of using cannabis, like I said, um, from its unique texture to the many different flavor profiles. Um, With wax, there's so many different flavors. You actually taste it. It can be fruit. It can be piney. It can be um, super strong. Sometimes it can be flavorless. Um, So wax comes, like I said, in many different flavor profiles. It's one of the most desired concentrates due to its highest THC content, which is often more than three times as high as the normal marijuana bud that the plant grows. So wax and hash are probably going to be your strongest forms of cannabis if you're really chasing that high. Um, But just make sure, you know, Make sure you're starting off small because they are the strongest. So, you know, you want to work your way up because you don't want to overdo it and end up having a bad effect. Some positive effects of taking dabs is that you get a very intense and high concentrated high very quickly. So you'll take that hit and it will hit you instantly. You won't have to wait a little bit. You know, you'll get high and it it will last a good amount of time. Um, the high it brings you is super strong and extended and that's just due to the fact of the wax containing so much straight THC and not having it be mixed with anything else. Like I said, I will say for new smokers, just make sure you know, you're starting off really small. I wouldn't necessarily recommend wax for you right away. If you're trying to get into cannabis, I'd recommend bud or anything small you know, obviously talk to a doctor, you know, don't take my word for it and just go smoke marijuana, you know, talk to a doctor. And if it helps you then start off small, Um, but don't just go jump into wax or um, hash because it will just be too strong for you. And it might throw you off. You might not like the effects and never want to try it again versus bud. It could actually really benefit you because you aren't getting super high and, you know, you could see some positive effects. So just make sure You start small and you um you just you stay on top of it so some negative effects of wax or dabs normally it's you know anxiety like i said that's going to be with any of them given to the wrong person um there is a risk of rapid heartbeat and paranoia and sometimes with dabs if you get too high and for somebody who's just starting you will actually get an uncontrollable shaking or shivering if too high and i've actually seen this um And when that happens, if you have CBD, any oils, which we'll actually get into, give somebody some CBD or some oil and it will level them back out. And that's what I said in the first podcast. If you have too much THC, all you have to do is take CBD and it will level you back out. Same thing with CBD. If you get too sick off of CBD and it's too much for your body, just take a tiny bit of THC and it'll level you back out. With saying that, now, although wax is one of the strongest forms of cannabis, now I do want to talk about that cannabis oil. Um, You know, cannabis oils are extracts from the cannabis plant. It is mainly contained of CBD. It's unprocessed and it contains about a 100 or so of the active ingredients as found in the normal plant itself. But the balance of the compounds uh, depend on the specific plant the oil comes from. So, those specific form of plants are the sativa, hybrid, and indica plants. So, let me teach you guys a little bit about that real quick. The sativa plants normally grow tall and lengthy um, with large fluffy buds with a light green color. Um, Sativa plants tend to give you energy. They make you social and tend to enhance moods. Now, indica plants. Indica plants have a broader and fuller uh, set of leaves usually growing short and wide with a bit of darker color green. So these colors are very important because when you buy your bud, you know, you, if they don't tell you it's sativa hybrid indica, you can tell based on the color based on the bud itself. Um, there's always Google pictures. You can always just look it up and see if that color matches your bud. Um, and you know, obviously the different, you know, strains are important. The different type of forms and plants are important because sativa it enhances your mood you'll feel more awake um, like i'm saying right now with indica indica plants tend to have a sedating effect so that makes you more more mellow and calm um, makes you kind of feel like you want to sink into the couch just not really do anything uh, it also tends to help relieve a lot of stress and help with pain relief so if you're having an aching body pain you smoke some indica you'll feel really mellowed out versus, you know, you are having an aching body pain, you smoke some sativa, you know, it'll help, but you'll be ready to get back on your feet and do stuff. You'll want to work. You'll want to constantly keep moving. So having the sativa plant talked about and the indica plant, that leaves us lastly with our hybrid plants. And hybrid plants are one of my favorite plants, and that's the one I smoke the most. So hybrid plants actually contain the sativa and indica genes. So you are actually getting both of the highs. You are feeling that mellow effect and you're feeling that boost of energy. So hybrid plants are made by crossing one strain with another. So that would be like crossing OG Kush with like a cookies. Um, OG Kush would be a hybrid, maybe cookies debating on where you grow. It could be a sativa or indica or sometimes cookies are hybrids also. You know, All cookies are different. There's so many different strains and so many different forms of one plant. It all depends how you cross it. So hybrid plants are obviously made by breeding male and female plants of different strains. Um, hybrid plants also tend to have a thick and fluffy bud. So uh, when you see that, it kind of looks more like a sativa plant. More hybrid plants are more on the dominant side of the sativa plant. So it will have like that fluffier type bud, but the colors will, will be completely different. Um, you will see green, obviously, but there will be more maybe of like an orange or reddish color with your hybrid buds. And that's how you can kind of tell the difference. So sativa will have a very high light green. Indica will have a darker green, sometimes a little bit of purple, and hybrids will have a light green, sometimes darker green, debating on the gene and which is more dominant, the sativa or indica with a red or orange color. So now that we've talked about the sativa, indica, and hybrid plants, hopefully you guys get a little bit more of information on that and you know what the cannabis oil comes from and how you know, it all based so much on those different plants and the effects. So, you know, with that being said, most oils contain actually more CBD than THC due to all the other active ingredients in the oil itself, causing most high THC seekers turning away from this. So, you know, when you have the hash or the bud, that's all getting filtered out, it's all getting extracted to the THC versus the oil. Like I said before, you're having a hundred so of all those active ingredients that are already in the plant, making the THC contents not as high. So, you know, um, some positive effects for cannabis oil itself is that has been tested to help seizures. Uh, It's actually been tested to help anxiety, schizophrenia and addiction. A lot of people, including, you know, some of my family members are actually on CBD for aching pains or cannabis oil with a little bit of THC, it's a ratio you can do half and half. Um, so just do your research, start small uh, with anything and just make sure you know what you're putting inside your body. Make sure you know your amounts and you don't want to overdo it because a bad high isn't fun. I, I will tell you that there's nothing worse than a bad high. You want to, you don't want to feel sick. You want to enjoy it. Uh, Just like anything, some negative effects of cannabis oil is a change in appetite. You know, it's kind of like anything. You start on a new medicine, you might not eat as much. You start on cannabis oil, you might not eat as much. It's because your body is trying to develop and get used to, you know, what you're putting into your body. Um, Sometimes you'll feel drowsiness or fatigue. That's all based on could be not eating, could be your body changing or trying to adapt to the oil. Um, and sometimes there could even be a change in liver enzymes. That's really rare, but it all depends on the person. Um, if cannabis really isn't for them, it could affect their body. That's why I highly advocate. Just go talk to a doctor before you do anything. Don't just go on the street, hit up your friend and just start smoking weed out of nowhere. You know, it isn't for everybody. There are risks to it. Um, so just make sure you know exactly what you're doing and what's good for you. So last but not least, we will talk about edibles. Edibles are a very common way for the younger youth to ingest marijuana. Um, Edibles are made with marijuana leaves or a higher potency extract. So that can be used from wax, um, the nug or bud itself, or even cannabis oils. So normally um, when you have those marijuana leaves or potency extracts, they are condensed into a liquid um, and that can be for drinks or candy or you can just turn them into like an oil that can be baked into goods and food. So most edibles contain THC having the percents on labels and in the ingredient section. Um, most edible companies won't just sell an edible and not put the percentage on there the percentage is very important because you know you are getting high so just make sure you read the labels make sure you know you're not taking a 10 milligram edible or that you think is a 10 milligram edible and it's actually 100 because you will get way too high um edibles are probably one of the longest lasting form of cannabis they can range literally from anywhere from 8 to 12 hours sometimes even longer debating on how you know, potent it is or how uh, consistent the THC levels are and how high they are. Like I said, make sure you read the label. Um, Make sure you just stay on top of that, because me personally, I've taken an edible that I thought was 20 milligrams and it turned out being like 200 and I just didn't see the extra zero and I was gone for so, so long and it was a good high, but I was just so fucked up and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't expecting it. So just make sure you really, really check on edibles. It's really easy to actually overeat because you have a brownie, right? You can only section it in so many pieces and it's not like the numbers sitting on top of the brownie. So you really need to calculate, all right, this is a 30 milligram edible. I only want to take 15 milligrams and sometimes it's harder than it seems and you can bite a little more than you can chew and you end up getting too high. So just make sure you're on top of it. So some positive and negative effects of edibles are that they are better for patients with respiratory problems. So people with asthma, people who have problems with, you know, putting stuff into their lungs, you can eat an edible and you can still feel high. Um, there are literally unlimited options. There are cookies, uh, I mean, brownies, or crispy treats, you can put them in a normal meal like spaghetti, pancakes, um, you can do candy, there's literally anything. Any, anything that you want, you can make edibles with. Uh, like we said before, the high normally lasts longer, and they're known to help chronic pain. So if you have really, really bad, deep, sensational pain, they're actually known to you know take that away and help it for you know a certain amount of time while you are high. Uh, some negative effects of edibles are that it is easy to consume too much. Like I just said, it is way too easy to, you know, There's a 30 milligram edible and you want to take 15, you overbite, and now you feel a little more high than you want to. Um, So there is a risk of that. There also is a risk of psychosis when consuming too much, um, and that can sometimes lead to panic and anxiety attacks. So, you know, if you really do eat too much, you'll feel stuck. You might not even be able to pick up your arms because it depends how much is in that edible. Um, So I cannot say it enough. Make sure you know your milligrams and your percentages before you eat any edible because they will fuck you up. So, we'll just do a quick recap. Um, We covered the different forms of cannabis, we covered the negative and positive effects they can have on us, Um, we covered the differences between the sativa, indica, and hybrid plant, and we did a little history about cannabis itself. Next week, we will talk about my official viewpoint on cannabis and why I believe we need to make it federally legal. And, you know, just why I think having scientific background study would benefit smokers and consumers so much in today's age and hopefully generations to come. So now with that all being said, man, I do appreciate everybody who tuned in. I hope you guys learned a little bit on, you know, the different forms. Hopefully you guys take the time. If you didn't, you know, learn exactly what you want to go out your way and look it up a little more, study a little more. You just make sure you know what you're putting into your body. Just try to find what works for you. If one form of cannabis doesn't work for you, that doesn't mean they all won't. You know, just make sure you start small. Just make sure you do it in a area that you are safe and that you won't get in any trouble. The last thing I want is see you guys get into some bullshit. So I'm going to leave you guys with one more thing today. That quote quote's going to be from 365 Mentality. You can follow them on Instagram. You know, we use their quotes all the time. Today's quote is the struggle you are facing is a test to see if you are truly committed to the life you say you want. I felt that really hard because, you know, a couple of days ago, even myself, I was struggling trying to find motivation to keep doing, you know, certain things, trying to, you know, just get off my ass constantly, you know, get up and do what I need to do. And I saw this quote and, you know, it, it gave me an extra push towards my day because it's right, you know, at, at the Parts in your life where you're really about to succeed, you're really about to elevate and go to the next step. That's going to be the hardest. You're going to find the most pain. You're going to find the most negative things that come to you with friends, family, your job, work, schedules. Anything is going to try to get in your way because the world doesn't want us to win. Nobody wants us to win. So we need to win. We need to get off our ass. We need to show people that we can do it. Because this world isn't gonna change with everybody sitting on their ass, you know nobody's gonna twiddle our thumbs and sit here and have everything just given to us. It's not how the world works. So get off your ass, make something of yourself. You know I believe in you. They might say they don't believe in you, but I guarantee once you make it, they'll believe in you. So just do you, stay motivated, stay hustling. Um, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. You could find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. With that being said. You guys are listening to the Daoden Podcast.